Welcome to Realoran International Ministries Incorporated with Anne Elizabeth, where real people meet a real God. Their ministers perfect holiness. It reminds me of the bench in hell I sat on in 2001. I was uh, taken into a bench. It was a wooden bench, no back, no padding. Uh, the wood was not perfect either. It, it looked splintery. And uh, it was just a bench, probably as long as this table and half the width. And I sat there, and the whole room was packed full of demons, evil spirits. And they were clawing at me, you think you're Eve, you think you're Eve. And to my right was one door, and then in front of that door was another door. The, the first door was hell, and the second door was the lake of fire. I was just walking into my bathroom one day. Walked right into my bathroom and landed right on that bench. God is supernatural. God made the natural. He made our homes and our yards we have to maintain and our kitchens we clean and our uh, teeth we brush and all this and our cars we try to keep clean, right? But he also made supernatural, divine, above natural, different. Uh, and so God made both realms and God lives in the supernatural. And so anytime he wants to snap you out of whatever you're doing and put you in another realm to teach you something, he will. And so I sat on this bench, my heart pounding, and it was, I was sweating, and it was just so smelly down there, and very scary, very scary. I was petrified, petrified. I mean, demons surrounding you, distorted and contorted. Do you think you're Eve? And they were able to get this close to me. And I didn't know how or how I would ever get out. And it was hot and stinky and sweaty. And I knew I couldn't fall asleep. And I was so tired from all of the activity that went on in my life when God appeared, which means manifested himself in living color out of the invisible realm. He just walked right into me, my retina, where I could see him. And I was just floored at the beauty of God, Jesus, the Holy Ghost, the angels. is amazing and terrified of the other side. There's only two sides, God, Satan. I was, I was alarmed. But anyway, when I sat on this bench in hell, my, I don't know how long I was there. I just don't know. I just don't know. Hours, it seemed. All of a sudden, these steps came down. And they were these big steps. They looked like ice cubes. Only steps, nice and sharp. And light beaming from this ice with like a hint of red. And then all of a sudden, these legs came down. Big pillar legs, clear as crystal. Light beaming and fire. And then this arm came out. And he just like this. He said, if you're not going to be holy, this is where you're coming. And I will leave you. I couldn't believe it. The word was holy. Never knew about holy. I thought the nuns were holy at the Catholic Church. <laughs> I didn't know. Holy... I just, I thought holy uh, referred to just sexual things, you know, which it does, 
but holy is a is a is a place we live. We don't go into the bars. We don't go into the strip clubs. We don't go into the casinos. We don't go into certain areas of life. We stay in the good habitable parts of the earth. There's so many things to enjoy. I made a Bible study, uh, and I've also written a book on life more abundantly, and you can check those out. And all the beautiful things that there are to enjoy on the earth, you know, um, the beach, the mountains, uh, the birds, the bees. There's there's a whole list of beautiful things for you to enjoy in life, and there's only a few things that are bad for us and God wants us to stay out of them. So anyway, as a minister, uh, we, are to, we are to perfect holiness. God says, be perfect as I am perfect. And so we're trying you know, to perfect. I have a little puppy, her name is Sammy, and uh, she's being trained to, to be mature and to, to know when to go outside and etc. And uh, I have these stairs up to my to my home, and she's tr- she's learning how to to man the stairways. It was months that I carried her, and now she wants to give it a try. And she's she's reaching and she's pushing with her front paws, and she's trying so hard to to grow and to overcome and not be carried and to mature. And that's how we are to be in the kingdom of God. We are to be perfecting holiness. And so, if you haven't um, started that plan, you need to. Um, because we're in, we're in the kingdom now. If you've made God your Father and Jesus your Savior, you're in the kingdom, which is the king's dominion. Outside of the king's dominion, the earth, it is the Lord's. But he has given free will to the people to follow Satan in rebellion or to follow himself in obedience. But when you come into the king's dominion, you need to obey the king. Um, In the book of Hebrews, chapter 5, verse 9, Jesus said, He has become the captain of salvation to those who obey him. Obedience is everything to God. Uh, I was reading lately about King Saul. What a sad situation that is in the book of um, in Second Samuel. You know, it's just it's just so sad. First and Second Samuel, First Kings, Second Kings. It talks about the kings. You know, the ones that obeyed God and the ones that did not. And we only have one lap here to live. It's just best just to get into the obedience program, because when you obey God, He blesses you. He blesses the obedient. He corrects and curses the rebellious. So that's not good. Uh, ministers, we live by faith. Uh, Romans 1.17, the just shall live by faith. What is faith? Well, faith is believing what God says before you see it. We believe what God says, and we go forward, and then we see what he promised. It's amazing. Uh, Abraham, example. Uh, God told him, I want you to leave your your family and go, and I will take you into the promised land, a, pl- a very nice place. And, and so Abraham listened to God, he believed God, and he moved forward. And then he arrived in the place that God promised. So it's really nice. 
So that's how we live. We don't live by, well, a lot of people say, well, I don't believe until I see. But that's not faith. We move forward uh, underneath the integrity of God, and then we receive the promise. Um, we remain after we're tried. Um, God tries the saints. Daniel 12.10 Many shall be purified and made white and tried but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand. But the wise shall understand. Psalm 105, 16 through 19. Moreover, he called for a famine upon the land. He brake the whole staff of bread. He sent a man before them, even Joseph, who was sold for a servant, whose feet they hurt with fetters. He was laid in iron. Until the time that his word came, the word of the Lord tried him. So when God makes you a promise, what it's saying is that when God makes you a promise, you believe him and you walk with him and you eventually see that promise come to pass. You'll notice in the Bible, it always says it came to pass. You know, like when the angel appeared to Mary and said, you're, you're blessed and highly favored. You will carry the Son of God. The Holy Spirit will place the Son of God in your womb. You will not become pregnant by normality of a sexual relationship with between male and female. And she said, I believe. And after she said, I believe, it came to pass. Do you see? Believing is very important uh, for you to be able to receive the promises of God. Otherwise, you'll stand there and shake in fear and you won't move forward with God. When he says, I want you to pack up and move, you'll, you'll get out a list and you'll have all these reasons why you don't want to do that. And you'll try to analyze that. God says, don't lean on your own understanding, but acknowledge me in all your ways and I will direct your path. Uh, don't make your checklist for God. He's, your, his ways are way above your ways. And when he tells you to move, he's going to bless you. He's, you're, not going to, you're not going to be unblessed. You're going to be very blessed. So you need to enjoy faith and you need to remain after you're tried. And, and God does try us. He tries, he tries us to see if we will stand on the word and, and, and if we will remain. Will you remain after the storm comes? Example, uh, you might wake up one day very, very sick. And you say, what's going on? It happened to me. I'll just tell you my story. And I said, oh my goodness, what's going on? And the Lord said, fight the good fight of faith. <laughs> I said, but I want to be healed. He said, that's good. He said, what does my word say? That's how we fight the good fight of faith is by what the word says. I said, well, the word says that by your stripes I am healed. And, and it also says that if I attend to your word in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 forward, if I attend to your word, your word will be life and health to all my flesh. He said, then fight, believe, walk through into victory. And I did. That's how we fight. Another way we fight is, example, in ministry, we're paid from God. God pays us. Well, how does God pay you? Does it, do the angels ring the doorbell and hand you a check? No, but they could. How, does it, how do ministers get paid? Well, if you're a pastor, uh, the tithes and the offerings come into the church, and the people are to set aside 10% plus an offering and give it to the church, and the pastor is to take that, live off of that, and uh, budget the church's operations. 
But if you're a 501c3, if you're a ministry, and you're not, not a church like myself, how do you get paid? Well, God puts it on people's hearts to send donations, and he, he just, you'll always have your needs met. You don't know how he's going to do it, but a check will come in the mail. Uh, something will, will occur where the money is there. I remember one time, back when I first started into ministry in 2013, um, it was the day before rent was due. And uh, I went to my bank account. I, I didn't have but maybe $10. And I went home and I just sat there. I just sat there and I thought, tomorrow the rent is due. I have no money. But a peace was over me, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding in Christ Jesus, because I knew that God would supply my need. I just knew, because it says so in the Word, that God provides all my needs. And um, I sat there for about a half hour, just really quiet and still with the Lord, to see which way He would direct my path. It said, acknowledge God in all your ways, and He will direct your path. So I said, God, I need money. Rent is due tomorrow. Like He didn't know it, but I did. I acknowledged Him in this issue. And about at 30 minutes after I sat there, He said, go look in such and such place in the house. And I said, well, nothing's there. He said, go look. And I went, and I looked, and there was an envelope with the exact amount of money I needed to pay the rent. God is gold. God cannot lie. God is integrous. Ministers survive, and they overcome testing, because it's not a lot of fun. Because Jesus has to prove us, he has to test us, he has to try us, years in the making. We are God's workmanship. Ministers are God's workmanship. If, I, if you and I walked through an art gallery tonight in San Francisco, we could see all of the artists along the wall and see, see, oh, look at hers from Bolivia and look at hers from Germany and look at this one from New York and see all the beauty. And we could say, well, let's see who drew this picture. Let's see who painted this beautiful piece. And we would find out the artist's name. When you look at ministers, the signature on them is Almighty God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost. They made us. They made you. They, we are their workmanship. And we have been tried and we have been tested and we have been founded faithful. Will you be faithful? Example, just when things happen in life, say you meet a guy, you know. I've met a couple different men. <laughs> I've been single now for years. And, um, you know, I have certain standards that I would look for in a husband. He'd have to be completely and thoroughly um, spiritually aware of the Lord and who he is and, and obey him and have a, uh, have a desire to work for him. But I've met other ones that um, very handsome and etc. And, and you can feel the temptation and, and the desires coming from those people. You know what I'm saying. And you have to resist that. It's like, will you resist that? Will you resist evil and stay with me? Will you stay with me in this storm? Will you remain calm? 
Will you, if your work is about to be burned up, will you tackle and save it? There's so many different tests that come. But the bottom line is that we're all being transformed into the image of Christ, which is complete and total wholeness. Complete and total wholeness is Christ. Ministers are proven. Deuteronomy 33.8 And of Levi he said, Let thy thuman and thy um be with thy holy one, whom thou didst prove at Massah, and with whom thou didst strive at the waters of Meribah. 1 Corinthians 3.13-15 Every man's work shall be made manifest. You shall know. For the days shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide, that means remain, which he has built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved. Yet so as by fire it happens. Ministers are worthy, according to Christ. Matthew 10, 37-38 He that loves father or mother more than me is not worthy. He that loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy. And he that takes not his cross and follows after me is not worthy. I know a lot of people, they're stunted by their children. They're Christians, but their children aren't, so they turn towards their children instead of turning towards Christ and maybe having a child walk away from them, only to be returned later for that's the covenant, that there's great things that happen to people that remain faithful to God. He's able to fulfill his word in their life, and one of them is salvation for their family. Ministers give no place to the devil. Ephesians 4.27, neither give place to the devil. And they most certainly don't bring him into the church pulpit to defy, dishonor, and disgrace God along with hurting and ruining the innocent people that they preach to. Any more than you would let if you walked into a nursery and you had your baby sitting there lying in the, in, the, in the bassinet and you saw a snake on it, what would you do? Would you let the snake devour the baby? How do you think God feels? Ministers depart from iniquity. They don't slow dance with him every night. Satan is iniquity. Second Timothy 2.19 Nevertheless, the foundation of God stands sure, having this seal... The Lord knows them that are his. And let everyone that names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. It doesn't matter what religion you have placed yourself in. If it has Christ, you are to depart from iniquity. Oh, but I'm a Presbyterian, or I'm a Catholic, or I'm a Lutheran, or I'm a Baptist or I'm a full gospel, or I'm a Pentecostal, or whatever you are. 
if you have taken Christ as the payment for your sin and been reconciled to God through him, then you must depart iniquity. Yeah, but I own a bar. I own this big bar downtown and the revenue is just too much, Jesus. I can't depart that. Or I have a big winery. We've had it for years. It makes a lot of money. And I give a lot of that money that I make to the poor. That is a sin. Wine is a mocker. And strong drink is raging. And those that are deceived thereby, they are not wise. You are to depart from iniquity. Ministers have been given the gifts of the Holy Spirit because of their obedience to God. We talked about the V, the death, the burial, and the resurrection, and then the anointing which comes from God is God, 100% God. And that is to totally set humanity free in every area from the chains of devils. Acts 5, 30, 32. The God of our fathers rest, raised up Jesus, whom you slew and hanged on a tree. Him has God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior, for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are his witnesses of these things, and so is the Holy Ghost, whom God has given to them that obey him. Acts 2.22 You men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as you yourselves also know. It's hard for God to stamp a minister by doing miracles amongst the people because the people will take heed to the minister. And if the minister is leavened, the people will be leavened and in danger. That's why we don't see as many miracles. Ministers have the approval of God Acts 2.22, we just heard about Jesus Christ, how he was approved of God, thereby God did miracles with him. Ministers are led by the Lord, Romans 8.14, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. God leads and directs our life. I would never trade that for the world. I never have to wonder what I'm going to be doing anymore. I never have to conjure up ideas or make my own plans. I am fully submitted to God and His plans. And I tell you something, it's so much peace and submission. There's so much peace. There's so much joy. I mean, sure, sometimes you wish other things, you know, until other things come. And God brings all kinds of things. 
It's a great life to be a Christian. And it's even greater when you understand God's word and his spirit with you at all times. Ministers find rest in and with Christ. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. I've traveled many, many miles with Christ through all kind of things. Nobody better to be with than Christ. He does make things light. He sees you through everything. He's an adventure. <laughs> He's a mystery. He's um, very interesting. Nobody more interesting than Jesus Christ. Ministers look forward to going to heaven. Philippians 1, 20-24 Ministers know their reward in heaven will be great. 2 Corinthians 5.10 For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body, according to that he has done, whether it be good or bad. So your life matters. You may say, but nobody knows me. I'm hidden away in some little nest in the side of, hillside of South Carolina. Nobody knows me. I have no kids. I have no friends. I have no family. All I've done is work all my life. But you are known by God. Your life matters. Your life counts every bit of it. Why not begin today to, to start a new life? and to look forward to the rewards that you will receive. Ministers know they are greatly loved by God. <coughs> Malachi 3, 16-18 Then they that feared the Lord spoke often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name. And they shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts. In that day when I make up my jewels, and I will spare them, as a man spares his own son that serves him, then shall ye return and discern between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serves God and him that serves him not. Ministers take good care of their bodies. 1 Corinthians three sixteen through 17 Know ye not that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you. Isn't that awesome? We eat good, and we exercise, and we get plenty of rest. You know, don't let the devil wear you out. Don't be anxious for anything. Try, try not to eat so much junk food, and eat some health food. That You know, anything that God made and grew is healthy. You know, all kinds of good foods and fruits and vegetables and I mean, yes, I love pizza, but I don't live on it. And yes, I go to the gym. I don't push that to the side. You know, I don't want to be a ball of jello. I don't want to be weak and frail. We don't have to be because God restores our youth and he uh, restores our bodies. And we work with God in that program to, to be a temple of the Lord. 
And so um, in ministry is not given to the ones who desire a shortcut. Um, I heard it, I heard it, some minister tell a story about there was a race and it was from point A to point B, but he didn't want to go from point A to point B, so he found a way to do a detour and get there quicker. But see, when you do, when you think you're doing a detour and do it quicker, you'll never get there because ministry is is given from God. There's a lot of man-made ministers, and then there's God-made ministers, and you'll know the difference by their fruit and by what God brings out of their life. But it's not given to the ones who desire a shortcut. First Corinthians four one through two. Let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. So God will see whether you will be faithful. In Luke sixteen twelve, and if you have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? So God will put you in somebody else's ministry to help them. And you, because we're, we're not in competition here. We've left Babylon. And we've come into Christianity where it's family. And it's where we work under God for one another and his purposes on the earth. Which is to purify all humanity through his blood. The, the washing of their, their minds and lives with the word of God. And the sanctification of the Holy Spirit. Transformation into the image of Christ. And there's no competition in the kingdom. If there is, there's a devil. <laughs> so, and ministry is not given to the slothful. Uh, Proverbs twenty two twenty nine. Seest thou a man diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before a mean man. You know, ministers that work, I had a, a lady tell me one time, she says, I like ministers that work. This is when I went into full-time ministry. <laughs> but, but, but you know, if you're faithful working for your boss or your corporation, you'll be faithful working for God. And God expects his ministers to get out of bed just like they do when they go to work somewhere else and to give a full day's work. There is no difference. Not one bit. I think, I think um, the hours are longer when you work for Christ because it's always ongoing. You know, you don't check check in and check out. Uh, working for God is a full time job. She didn't know because she's never been in full time ministry. Ministry is not given to the complacent, undevoted, and unfaithful. Uh, Proverbs twenty six six. He that sends a message by the hand of a fool cuts off the feet and drinks damage. God doesn't want to drink damage because it's interesting. The law of sowing and reaping applies to God as well. He will reap what he sows. And if he's wanting to reap a holy and royal nation being fed from his heart and hands, he's going to sow a minister that has been made, tested, and proved faithful to reap what it is he wants. Ministry is not given to the ones who 
did not finish their assignments. Many people start in ministry and then they give up because they find out that it's not instantaneous. It's not the microwave uh, situation. They can't network or talk their way to the top. And I say, why? What's at the top except more people to help and more responsibility from God? Too much has been given. Much is required. And the Bible talks about the warning, you know, greater damnation will the ministers have. Ministry is not given to those who do not pick up their cross daily, meaning they do what God tells them to do. Not my will, but your will, Lord. Any more than you go into a corporation and you worked for ABC Corporation and you looked at your, your boss and said, I'm not doing what you want. I'm going to do what I want. You would find yourself fired. Just like God's company. I call it the Father's business. Jesus talked about it. My Father's business. Humanity. The souls of humanity. We don't call the shots. We obey them. And we take up our cross daily. We're blessed people. Yes. But we're also persecuted people. Because people don't like what we have to say. Because we warn people from their wicked ways so they don't perish. We tell people that if they continue in sin, they will die. That in, that's all humanity. Especially, I speak to the Christian. The world knows they're going to hell, most of them. If they don't, they will find out. Without Christ, you pay for your own sins forever. God made a way. He put his son on the cross to pay for your sins. But once you come into the kingdom, you're now in his dominion and you must obey him and work it out. Ministers eventually arrive in what Christ promises, but it takes a long time. It's been 17 years since I went to heaven. It seems like a long, long time, and it seems like a short time. And much has happened in 17 years. Many good things and many horrifying things. But in all things, you never let go of God. Do the good the bad, the hard, the abandonment, the poverty, the wealth, the fun, the loneliness, whatever. Christ is our life. And our life is hid in Christ. I am my beloved's. And my beloved's is mine. They arrive in the anointing eventually after their death, burial, and resurrection. And God will test you to see will, will you take the credit for that healing? I remember uh, preaching at a certain place and laid hands on someone and they were instantaneously healed. God will test to see 
who will you give that credit for that healing? I mean, I'm a person. I can't heal anything. <laughs> Only God can heal. I'm not a bird. I don't fly through the air either. I'm a human being that needs two feet to walk on the grass. So he will test you. Will you be all self-righteous? No, we're the most broken, humble, responsible, respectful, respectful people in existence. Knowing the reward, knowing the consequence, and knowing the stakes. The eternal souls of the nations. We know that we eventually arrive in 100 times more than we've ever given. Has Christ ever asked you to give everything? And everything was a lot. He asked me. And I gave him everything because nothing is worth more than Christ. Because everything comes out of Christ. And he said, if you give me everything, you will receive in this lifetime 100 times more and in the world to come eternal life. You can find that in the book of Mark 10, 29 and 30. Like I said, ministry comes with rewards and severe consequences. Severe for unrepented sin. We know that um, Jesus has stayed, talked about the unprofitable servant in Matthew 25, 14 through 30. He did not do as required by the Lord. And he was thrown into hell. Check it out. James 3, 1, My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. But you know, when all your lights are on, so to speak, and you know the, the rewards, consequences, and the reason, you'll, you'll do well. Matthew 26, 24, the Son of Man goes as it is written of him, but woe, that's bad, woe unto that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It had been good for that man if he had not been born. Believe Jesus. We know the story, that so, so many different stories. King Saul, given everything by God, he was lifted to help people. Remember that. If you're ever exalted, it's to help. This is a very, very good study, and I'd like for you to get it. It's very lengthy. Uh, it's, it's the study of ministry. Ministry office is not for the weak, because God requires much of his people, his management. It is not for the faithless, 
They don't get up every day and work with God. It's not for the undisciplined. Ministry office is not easily attained through God, God-given, but it is the highest calling on earth to be transformed into the image of Jesus Christ. I want you to go for it, though, because you were born to be transformed into his image. I want you to serve God well for the souls of men. You only have one lap to live on this earth, and then it's, it's over. That's it. Earth is not your forever. I know you enjoy your nice Porsche and your, your drive into Wall Street, but it will end. I know that you enjoy your family and, 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 and your, your beautiful place in the mountains and all your grandchildren surrounding you, and, but it will end. It's not your forever. So if you'd like to, 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 to dive deeper into this study yourself, uh, you can purchase the book, Ministry, uh, as found on Rialaran, uh, in Kindle or paperback, or you can go into the Bible study uh, version on the website, no charge. Good night. Rialaran International Ministries Incorporated appreciates all of its faithful covenant partners and wishes each and every one of you a beautiful life with Jesus. Please visit Rialaran today at www.rialaran.org.